to The Reflect, a podcast featuring a unique introspection in each episode. In this episode, Dr. Taslim Alani Virji, clinical psychologist and founder-director of the SILM Center for Mental Health, reflects on social justice within Islam. She explores what role we play as individuals and as humanity in making this world a better place. A few weeks ago, my husband and I watched the movie The Prince of Egypt. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, it takes place during the time of Prophet Moses, peace be upon him. At that time, male babies were being thrown into the Nile because the Pharaoh was worried that as they grow up, they might become too powerful and try to overthrow his governing. Prophet Moses was born into a family of Jewish slaves, but his mom put him into the river, hoping that he would be safer elsewhere. In a basket, he floated away and eventually found himself at the home of the Pharaoh and was raised as one of the Pharaoh's sons. At that time, the Jewish people living in Egypt were treated with disrespect and violence. They were slaves. It was when Prophet Moses discovered his roots that he began to reflect on the injustice and advocated for the Jewish people to be freed. This led first to further conflict, and then eventually with God's intervention, they were freed. This led me to think about why it took so many years of persecution and mistreatment, and for a leader, for the Jewish people to seek out freedom. And it's not just in this occasion. We see this countless times throughout history. Groups of people being oppressed and persecuted, and it appears as though there is an action. Of course, it's not that an action is actually happening. People are taking action. However, this action is usually taken in small groups of people or individually. It's never a combined force. And usually, those who are not being affected don't speak up. They don't seek out justice. This may be out of fear. It may be in an effort to create separation in order to avoid being targeted. It could be any reason, but it's often not because we agree with the injustice that has taken place. This reminds me of a poem by Martin Niemöller. First they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. At what point should we be speaking out? Is it only when we're the target of oppression and persecution? In the Quran, there is reference to the terms balance and justice. This includes giving people what is owed to them and making sure that we're giving to ourselves what is owed to us. And remembering that God is sovereign and that he is a part of this balance and this justice. We as humans and as Muslims have been tasked with in the least equity and even better, compassion and care for others especially those in need. And yet, when the occasion arises, 
what do we do? Sometimes we shy away due to fear of being ostracized, being targeted, being persecuted ourselves. We can look at examples of different prophets throughout history who have been brought when times have become so hard. They were brought to help remind people of their own strength and capacity, the capacity of brotherhood and what it means to join together, and to remind people that Allah is with them, supporting them, and guiding them. If we could channel this joint strength towards social justice and care for others, perhaps we would see a world that is better than today. I often think to myself, what is the right thing to do? Especially when I find myself in a tricky situation. Or even sometimes I ask myself, what would God want me to do? I try to use this as my moral and ethical compass. And while it does help, when I'm presented with a tough situation, it doesn't help me solve it. But when I can remember the importance of common humanity and standing up for what is right, this is usually helpful. I also try to remind myself, as hard as it is sometimes, that I will make mistakes. I'm not perfect. And that if I can find the courage to acknowledge my flaws and my imperfections with humility, I will be able to become a person that can better serve humanity. Milana Hazrimam, upon receiving the Tolerance Award in 2006, stated, If our animosities are born out of fear, then confident generosity is born out of hope. One of the central lessons I have learned after a half century of working in the developing world is that the replacement of fear by hope is probably the single most powerful trampoline of progress. I hope that I can find the courage to trust that when I try to do the right thing, God is right by my side, holding my hand and giving me the strength I need. I hope that I can replace my fears with hope so that we can all see a better tomorrow. For fresh episodes of The Reflect, visit our website at the.ismaili/thereflect. Did you know The Ismaili now has a podcast? You can find this series along with much more by searching for The Ismaili Podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Just subscribe for new episodes. Thank you.